Do you think there's soulmates? Is that a thing? Yes. Yes. What does it mean to have a soulmate? You're perfect for each other. I'm Pastor Justin Kosick from Our Savior's Lutheran Church in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, where we know that faith comes by hearing. You're listening to Hear and Know. In our last episode, I talked to my colleague, Pastor Sammy Johnson, and we had a really amazing conversation about her life, the things that led to her becoming a pastor. She even shared a remarkable story about her own childhood pastor and how he changed her life right around the time of her own confirmation. You should go back and listen to it if you haven't heard it already. If you don't know, confirmation is what many Christian churches do to instruct our young people in faith and teach them about the baptism many of them received when they were just little babies. Confirmation should be wonderful, but many people just experience confirmation as a tedious information dump or a terrifying experience. Even if you had a hard time with confirmation, you might have loved Sammy's confirmation class because Pastor Sammy, in part, let students guide their own confirmation experience. Like, What if you could learn the stuff that really made you curious about God? So that's what she would do. Once a year, she broke her class into these electives where students could choose an area of interest, like serving their neighbor or learning about another faith. And I was really excited when she came to me. And she pitched an idea, like, what if I took some of our students down into our studio and we recorded conversations about faith and life? What if we did like a little mini podcasting elective for these young people? How perfect would this be? I would get to take these little podcast nerds into our studio and talk to these other people that had recorded radio shows in their basements like I did when I was a kid. And I was going to get to talk to them about God. Well, wouldn't you know that only like a couple of them actually even knew what a podcast was? When they got to class, I asked them and some of them were like, well, I'm just here because all the other electives look boring. (laughs) Oh, well, they may not have known what a podcast was, but here's what they did know. They knew which questions they wanted to ask about God because I gave them a list, hundreds of really good questions, and they worked as a group to pick the ones they really wanted to talk about with me. Then two of these brave souls, Lydia and Anna, they raised their hands, and they agreed to come down and talk to me on microphone. So we went down in the studio, and we talked about bad oatmeal. So tell me what you had for breakfast today, each of you. Lydia, start with you. Uh... I had oatmeal. What kind of oatmeal? I got I had raisin and cinnamon oatmeal, but I don't like raisins. So, so why did you have that then? <laughs> because it's the only oatmeal I have, and so I didn't want to have plain oatmeal. Yeah, it comes with like dried raisins, and then you put it in that the microwave. Super gross. I know. Yes, but I ate it because I'm a good person and there I don't go. waste. Anna, what did you have for lunch today? Or for breakfast today? Um, I actually had, it's like flax and seed or whatever. It's kind of that like oatmeal. Even worse. Well, no, because we were out of the quick oats. Real so food? I used the seeds? flax and seeds or whatever it's called, <laughs> like oatmeal. And then I put like walnuts, raisins, almonds, and brown sugar in it. That was, and that and it was good. The it was like tried oatmeal. to steal your food? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and now why don't you tell us who you are? Go ahead. My name's Anna. My name's Lydia. And I'm Justin. 
And what are we doing here today? We're asking questions to you. To Justin. Deep, deep questions. Deep questions? That go under your skin. Okay. Well, let's, yep. let's, let's get to it. Fire away. Okay. First question is, who has been the biggest influence on your faith life? The biggest influence on my faith life, yeah. I think, was a friend of mine um, who I met when I was uh, a graduate student in seminary. And I hated this guy when I met him, and I lived right next to him. And mm-hmm. I used to try to avoid his room when I would see the door was open because he bugged me so much. Oh, yeah. And um, he was a guy who was kind of hard to, to love. Um, he used to throw his phone book on the floor so that our downstairs neighbor would get irritated at him. <laughs> Interesting. But this guy also um, really loved God, and he he um, was really imperfect. So I was someone that really wanted to try to be perfect, and I think he taught me a lot about what it means to accept yourself um, when you try to follow God. Cause for me, what that meant was to be perfect. And he realized that God accepted him even though he wasn't. Mm-hmm. So I would say it was him. Who has been the kindest to you in your life? I think it's my wife because I knew it. you knew it. I knew it. Well, I knew I was going to say, I knew you're going to say your wife. But why did you think it would be my wife? Because She's the love of your life. Your like soulmate. You, yeah, wouldn't so, yeah. you want to love her so much? Like you love her so much and she would probably be the kindest to you. Do you think there's soulmates? Is that a thing? Yes. Yes. What does it mean to have a soulmate? You're perfect for each other. Really? You, it's like a like, puzzle piece. Like there's like uneven edges and then they fit right into you. Yeah. <laughs> or like that, like um, it's like you know each other and you're best friends and you can always like count on them. Like you're not scared to do anything like you're just like there and always like there for each other. So that's what it means to have a soulmate. Yeah. To be f- yeah. there for each other and to fit together. Okay. Um, well, your your question was about who's the kindest person to me. Mm-hmm. And I think that actually um, I do say my wife, but yeah. I would I know husbands and wives who are not always kind to each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. um, but what I think that kindness is a thing for my wife. And um and because and it's something that kind of bothers me about her sometimes because she will say like she has this capacity to find the good in people and I don't always want to do that. <laughs> well, that sounds like me. <laughs> like you feel like that sometimes too? Like you don't always want to find the good in people? Yeah. Yeah. When so. they're really annoying or like getting on my nerves. Right. And I'm just like, well. Yeah. So I think like my soulmate might in some way be the person who'd be like, that person is a total jerk. Yeah. And you know it and I know it. And I'd be like, right? But my wife instead is, maybe this person is like that. And I'm like, you're probably right. <laughs> Have you ever tried to like find good in people? Like like try to or maybe Well, she's like, taught me how to do that. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not my first instinct. I mean, I think that people can I think <coughs> I think I think God makes us good and I think there mm-hmm. is good in people. Yeah. But I don't think people always lead with the good. So there you go. <laughs> That's good. Okay. 
when in life have you felt most abandoned by God? Like any like situation or Yeah, I think that sometimes people really strongly feel this way. And I will honestly tell you that for me it's not a problem. Um and it's that's something I have to remember because for me I don't feel abandoned by God. And I feel like I need to remember that other people do feel that way um, because it's important for me to acknowledge that not everyone feels the same way I do about God. The issue for me isn't whether I feel abandoned by God, but it's that I feel so certain that I'm not that sometimes I don't know if it's fair for me to talk about it like that. Because I don't want someone to feel like it's like, if they feel abandoned by God, that, that, well, he doesn't, so what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't always know that when it's fair for me to share my certainty. I don't know when my certainty encourages people or discourages people. Have you ever felt like that? Yeah. So, like, what you're saying is that, like, so you know that, like, God is always there, so you never feel like he's away from you? Yeah, I feel like that's a connection for me. Mm-hmm. But I also recognize that not everyone has that connection. I think here's the thing that for me that's been really important to, to to understand about that is that I think like for most of us, we feel that faith is a really individual thing and that what's mine is mine and maybe you don't feel that way and that's a deficiency in your faith. But I think the the older I get, the more I think that actually that idea of faith as individual asset is wrong. And that what's more appropriate is for it to for us to think about it like a community thing. So like mm. I know that I'm not really good at fixing things around the house, but my father-in-law is like a wizard at it. So he will come and help me with stuff at, at the house. And um he's in my community, so that helps, right? And um and I don't expect myself to know how to do all of that stuff because I have him in my life. I think faith works the same way. Do you like being helped by him? That's a really good question because I don't always. I don't always, first of all, I don't always like to admit that I need help. You're nodding your head. Do you feel like that sometimes? Yeah, like I get you too, in yeah. school sometimes. Like what you, do you mean? Like sometimes you feel like you can't ask a certain question because then people think that your question is dumb, yeah. but it's actually yeah. what everyone else is thinking, but they don't have the courage yeah. to say it. Right. So you feel like you don't always know how to ask those questions or you want, you don't always want to ask those I don't questions? Need, I don't always want to ask What them. would happen if you would ask those questions? I think, I think I would feel better because I think I would feel embarrassed like at first, but I think I would feel better after because I asked those questions yeah. and it's for my own learning, so... Mm-hmm. And I think like other people, I learned that other people, there's always probably going to be at least one person in the same boat as you. Like if you don't get a topic in math or whatever, and if you ask that question, then you're answering that question for other people as well. Yeah, that's what they always tell you. But then why do we not answer, ask the question? <laughs> I, I, for me, I'm like that too. I don't want to ask the question because I don't want people to think I'm dumb. <laughs> yeah. Like that's a... Me too, yeah. And... It, it may not, that might not be the case at all, but. Is there anything you ever wanted to ask God, but never had the courage to? 
I think there are things, I don't know if I'm, if there's something I, I'm afraid to ask God, but I, no, I, I think there, there is. When I really want something, sometimes I don't know how to ask God for it. And I tell people all the time that they should pray the way they feel. But sometimes if I really want something, I don't, I don't actually tell that to God. (laughs) Why is that? Like, are you nervous, like scared to ask him? I think sometimes because I don't know the line between when I should want something and when I do, right? Mm-hmm. Or yeah. like even if something is a godly concern, right? So I mm-hmm. might not think like, oh, this is something I should talk to God about. Like maybe God doesn't care if I want another board game, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. And I think that also um, sometimes I am scared to ask something to God as well. Like cause I don't want to be greedy either, Yeah. you know? And I know that I should be... Like, thankful yeah thankful for like stuff and so that's why sometimes i'm scared because i don't want to be greedy so yes. so some part of it right it's like we might hesitate to ask for something where we're at but then another part of it is like maybe when we ask we show who we really are yeah right and that feels like a little bit like how we ask questions about when we're in school our fear to ask those questions because we don't want to show that we're dumb or something like that mm-hmm. does it feel like the same when you talk to god yeah, I think it does because um, I think that, I mean, well, I, I will always know that God doesn't like, he will love you no matter what and no matter like what happens. So you can ask him anything. Sure. Well, but here, here's the thing, right? Like, do you both think that God accepts you for who you are? Yeah, that's why he made us like this. Okay. All right. Because he knows that we're gonna sin but he knows that every day will we will repay him by showing everyone love okay so if that's the case why do we not always want to just be honest about who we are because there's mean girls and they judge you for everything um i think that like some people they just they don't maybe see themselves as the way that god sees them yeah maybe I mean that probably happens to a lot of people. Well, here's here's my here's my question for you. How do you think we learn to see ourselves the way God sees us? By trial and error. Okay. Like he knows that we're not perfect, so we will eventually find it, but we still have to go over those cliffs or mountains or whatever. Sure. Let's maybe do one more question. How do you know when you belong or don't belong at church? I feel like I belong at church. If it's worship, I feel like I belong when we sing a song that I love. And that's kind of weird because not everyone likes the same kind of songs that I do. (laughs) So um, when we get to one that I really love, I'm like, yes. But if we only sang songs that I loved, then I'd start to feel weird about it. Like, okay, so am I the only one that belongs here? When do you not feel like you belong? Or if you don't? I feel like I don't belong if too many people are like, um, 
oh, we're so glad you're here. Oh, oh, oh. You know, oh, if they yeah. kind of like flock, which is weird, right? Like you think like, mm-hmm. oh, that's that's maybe like how you know you do belong. But then I'm kind of like, maybe you're really desperate to have me here, which means maybe you won't appreciate when I am good or bad. <laughs> how do you know when you belong at church? Or don't? I think I feel like I belong sometimes when there's like, a sermon and it's really good and I like think about it in depth and I like understand it I can like feel like I really understand this and I'm like oh wow I can really connect to this or I really know what's happening to it so I think I belong there and it's almost like I can use it in my life like it depends on what what the sermon is about but some of the times I could have connected it to my life when you feel that connection, that's how you're like, oh, I'm in the right place. Mm-hmm. And I think that even like that's like a way that God can speak to me because it's like I know that he's there and I know there's a message that I can take from it to like show it to other people. Sure. Lydia, what about you? Basically what Anna said. <laughs> also like the songs, what you said, there's some certain songs that I love that really like like hit to me and I think that that's really special too because it's almost like he's telling me as well like like that he's with you yeah Anna Lydia thank you so much for having this conversation with me today great job ladies in our next few episodes you'll actually hear more stories from these ladies and from their confirmation classmates you'll hear them talk to each other You'll hear them talk to me and uh, one of our other pastors here, Pastor Tim. This has been Here and Know, a podcast from Our Savior's Lutheran Church in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I'm Pastor Justin. Our show art is by our multi-talented wizard, Matthew Talutke. I hope you'll join us next time as we hear and know that God is with us. And as Anna said, There's always probably going to be at least one person in the same boat as you. Have a great day. <laughs>